following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down, handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Rob Phillips. Joined as always by Mickey Spagnola, who's just just joining us. Came running in. You made it. Is this your James Con look from The Godfather? That's right. You better watch out. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking maybe with Sonny, Sonny and The Godfather. Is Sonny, that, is Sonny with the vest. Was yeah. he ado- was he adopted? Was Sonny adopted in Godfather? Was or he wasn't originally a court court Oh, I don't. I don't remember. No, Tom that Hagen, part. the the lawyer, the was, lawyer was the, the, the lawyer. kind of their guy. That, Sonny was the okay. yeah. Sonny was one of, it's one a good of look them. Though, Mickey. Yeah. Well, either thank that, you. Yeah, that is the World Billiards Finals. I don't know which one you're. <laughs> well, we'll see fast. what we can do. We're bringing back the vest. I wish I had that. Wish I had that kind of style though. It is very Chicago Heights, John Gotti. Thank you. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. You wouldn't. You would be surprised how many mafia people were residing in Chicago Heights, Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Way back in the day, huh? I'll tell yeah. you what, that, that's we could do a whole show about that. <laughs> we really could. Maybe Parcells on... used to send me some, but he would send me those ones in <laughs> Voorhees, New Jersey. I'd have to go visit. We, we can go back into Prohibition, how they were making wine in the basements. Yeah, probably really good wine. Too. Yeah. Probably, that's probably the best wine. Yeah. <laughs> probably really good wine at that time. Brian Broaddus, welcome in. Thank you. Appreciate that. Kent Garrison producing, as always. And uh, Bill Jones might join us during the show. He's got some TV obligations. They'll never start on time. As per usual on Wednesday. (laughs) Stop ripping our TV, people. No, they won't. No, the the traffic. It was awful this morning. It was awful. It took me twice as long to get here. Yeah. Just, you can't pedal that fast? Just crawling you, along. <laughs> yeah, just crawl. I, I might have been faster. faster? Yeah. Have you ever come to work on a 10-speed? No. Paper okay. out as a kid? Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. It wasn't a 10-speed, though. It was just an old pedal bike. Yeah. yeah. Remember, he, he did the push lawnmower, too. With the big, oh, that's right. With yeah. the big basket. Mm-hmm. Did you have the card and the spokes? Uh, yes. The baseball cards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably some you guys bad. Are in a little hopscotch mode today. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are hopscotching, Ken. Sorry Ken, about that. Ken, are you dropping a hint? Yeah, exactly. We're going to get to football, and yeah. I think we're going to move on today. We can talk about how the Cowboys can try to shake loose this rut they're in offensively. Yeah, we can get back into that, but we're going to mix in some Detroit Lions because they're back to practice today here at the Star in Frisco. They are getting ready for Detroit Sunday noon kickoff at AT and T Stadium. And uh, I think it's about time to to look at the next opponent and see how they can match up with those guys. Detroit coming off a big win, a huge win. Their first win of the season, beating the defending AFC champion Patriots. I think that shocked everybody. Over yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know about you, Mick. I thought they were going to be 0-3 rolling in here. I, uh, the Patriots on the road, usually pretty good. But Patriots lost two in a row, by the way, haven't they? Yes. yes. So okay, so that puts them where they're at. But one and two. Yeah, one and two. But That's... I, you know, with Detroit, there's kind of a mixed bag with them. You watch them against the Jets; they were awful. You watch them against San Francisco; they did make some improvement, and then they found Carryon Johnson running the football in that uh, New England game. So they had a little bit better balance. But uh, defensively, if you want to focus on that, Rob, I mean, what they're doing to you that because. 
everybody seems to have a question about the, the Cowboys offense and how this is a defense. Bill talked about it, it was a defense that had a it plays very well in pass defense, but they're bad against the run, mm-hmm. which is funny because they've got some really big inside guys. Now, here's Matt Patricia, who is a, you know, supposedly a 3-4 guy. He could play hybrid, you know, 4-3, and they list him as a 4-3 team. and A lot like the Pats. A lot, yeah, a lot, lot like the Pats. So you're gonna get, but you're going to get some big inside players, and they've drafted a couple of them here the last couple of years with Sean Robinson and, and, and Deshaun Hand. Those two big inside guys, they're missing right now, and we don't know. Mickey, have you heard anything? I know you like to read. Do you read the D- Detroit Free Press? Have they said anything about Ansa. Ziggy Ansa at all? Yeah, I haven't seen anything confirmed if he's shoulder ready to problem come back there. He's yeah. been out. Yeah, last couple of weeks he's yeah. missed with a shoulder. He's probably by far their best pass rusher. Yeah, by far their best pass rusher. So yeah, they they've had to kind of work around. Uh, not having him in, you know, Kerry Hyder has been back. Uh, he's a guy that you have to kind of be a concern with. And then the uh, guy they traded for, uh, Eli Harrell from San Francisco. So they've got some guys that have the ability to, to rush the passer, but it's those big inside guys. So if it's, if it's about trying to kind of move some bodies, big bodies on big bodies, that's what you're going to get this uh, weekend from uh, this Lions matchup. Uh, you know, their linebacker, uh, Gerard Davis, that was a first-round pick in the 2017 draft. He's a he's a fine linebacker. He's a big linebacker. He's a physical linebacker. He fits in what the what you know that kind of that New England system. What they're trying to do in Detroit, he can really really run. You better make sure you account for him. He's a guy they use on the blitz quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, Cowboys uh, in the passing situations have to be aware of twist stunts up front, a lot of movement, and then a linebacker like Davis that can uh, that can bring a little pressure that way. You know, the weird thing about that team is the first two games, they give up 78 points. Yeah. And then they play Tom Brady and the Patriots, and they give up 10. Yeah. So, Off- you know. I think their offense really helped, helped them in this well, game. Well, they didn't turn the ball away. Well, they also yeah. they held the ball for 39 minutes, 15 seconds. That was running the football. Yeah. They, had, they, they, they really found some balance there, but – uh, defensively, yeah, you know, I, I'm going back to they still have Darius Slay out there at corner. Diggs is at safety. Gwen, uh, uh, Glover Quinn is still, they, you know, so the safeties are not they're 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 better. I, I don't I'm not going to say they're great athletes. They're really banger kind of guys. If you think about the days of okay, having Kayvon Frazier play, that's really kind of what I look at. You know, Diggs I think is a little bit better of a cover guy, and with Quinn is more of a just come down and hit you kind of guy. So mm-hmm. they'll put Diggs in more coverage than they will. Uh, Darius Slay still playing at the corner. They've got some questions what they're going to do at nickel. Uh, they went with uh, this kid named Tabor, who was a second-round pick uh, early in the season, and then now they've gone to this Tavon Wilson, who they got from New England. That's a general manager. The general manager's from New England, so probably a guy they picked up there. But there's some questions about who will line up and play nickel for you there. Uh, for the for the Lions, so kind of keep an eye on that. If that means to get Cole Beasley, uh, kind of back going in, maybe Tavon Austin, kind of match up some guys that that might be a little bit shaky uh, with their uh, with their coverage. Mickey said it. Uh, Tom Brady, fourteen to twenty six for one thirty three, yeah. lowest total since week seventeen of twenty fourteen when he only played one half. Missed some throws. Did he? Missed some guys that were open. They tried to attack the middle of the field, what I was talking about. With They tried to attack it because of the safety play. It like the safeties were playing deep in safeties that game. Safeties were playing deep because they were worried about Gronkowski and they are worried about the deep crossing routes. But 
they were able to get some pressure on Brady. They were able to get a little big, his front had to move a little bit, and then it kind of made him have to move. And so he was making some throws over the middle that they were just way, way too high. Mm. Really out of, uncharacteristic for the types of throws he generally makes. But that just shows you, though, a lot of pressure on the Patriots because they got down early in this game, like 10 to nothing. And then, new, and then the, the Lions just kept – they stayed in balance, ran their offense. Finally, it looks like for Matthew Stafford's sake, looks like they've got a legitimate running back now. They haven't really had that since a Reggie Bush, if you want to – Go that far. Back. I was at uh, Kyle Field last November when Carryon Johnson shredded my Aggies. He's a he's and that he did, type of guy. He did that a lot last year for Auburn. They play a lot of different backs. I mean, that's their thing. They they're really big on trying to use a lot of different backs. But to me, I would just play Carryon Johnson because he can he can catch the football. You know, he's the one guy you can use him out of the backfield. Uh, Theo Riddick's involved. Look, Garrett Blunt. I, I think he's seen his <clears throat> excuse me. I think he's seen his better days. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if you just see a, a steady diet of, of Johnson here in this football game. So why were they so bad against the Jets? I mean, I know Stafford threw four interceptions. Yeah, that, that, that turnover is really bad. And plus, they got a turnover the first play of the game. Uh, Darnold throws it, he sprints to his right and throws the ball all the way back across the field that goes for a pick six. But the, the game was close to a point, and then the, the Jets, the turnovers were just too much. From what I saw with uh, with uh, watching that game, well, they had trouble stopping the run against the Jets too. Yeah, I mean Crowell kind of lit them up a little bit, and yep. uh, yeah, they gave up forty eight to the Jets, gave up thirty to San Francisco. Yeah, lost both those games, and then look, it's the strange lady nature of this NFL. No, the it's des- the, the desperate team. The, the, yeah, it's maybe the, it's the zero and two team. Yeah. Beware. Zero yeah. and two teams did great last week. By the way, you, <laughs> we all could nine. We all could have retired making money betting the the uh, the zero and two teams last week. So it's, you want to go with the zero and three this week? Uh, I think there's maybe. three left. Houston, right, is one of them. Houston, Arizona. Houston playing Indy. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I mean, maybe look, I, maybe I'm making. Why that can't up. I think of the I'll, third I'll team that has? I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to just. Pay attention to this team right here. It's got, to it, they out, got right? one win, so they're not dangerous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and you mentioned it, Mick. Even in this last game against New England, Detroit averaged – they gave up 4.7 yards per carry to the Pats. So, mm-hmm. I mean, look, maybe there's opportunities for Zeke in yeah. this game. Saddle them up. The yeah. Cowboys need more than 40 plays on offense, so that's all New England got. They never got in a rhythm. I mean, 40 plays, that's extremely, extremely low, especially for a Patriots team. How do we get this team in a rhythm? How do, I mean, That's where I was be, going. Between us, how, how do we get this team in a rhythm? Do we have a, you know, let's try and find some solutions here. We, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the big proponent of trying to get number ten more involved in the offense. I wrote about that yesterday. Yeah, you know, and his, I, his snaps I, just, went up again. Yeah, just give me a little juice. Give me a little juice running the football, or throwing him the football. I'm, I'm, you know, he, he, you know, if Troy Aikman's telling me this guy's better than just a toy player, I'm going to buy Troy Aikman what he's selling there. And you know, if, I, I see it myself. I think we all see it with our own eyes. If, but If we went off of what we saw in Oxnard, we saw yeah. him line up on the outside yeah. and make plays. Well, we saw him make a big play in the Giants game. Yes, I mean, he's capable. I mean, he made a couple. I mean, the comeback route, stuff like that. Does it, is it mean – does it mean – can you go no huddle? Can you force – can you force the pace here a little bit? Mickey, is that a – I don't know if that's – if that's the answer, because they use so you much different I kinda, personnel, I, yeah, and I I kind of liked yeah. what Zach Martin said yesterday. Yeah, it's like a lot of times when you get into ruts, maybe you're doing too much. Yeah, and you pull back and say, okay, let's do a little bit 
very well instead of trying to do a lot mediocre. And that's and, and I know that's that's counter what everybody's saying because oh, they're no, not true. Yeah, creative, creative enough. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you exactly. don't do well. What about just getting back to basics and 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 doing a better job? Now that was his point. And he said, you know, my time in the NFL or my time in college, when you struggled, maybe you pull back and just say, okay, let's reduce what we're trying to do and make it a little bit simpler and do it well. Well, that's to Rob's point yesterday about four wide receivers. You know, find your find your best four, find what really works, find whoever Dak Prescott's comfortable with and go with that. And, and I, I don't disagree with Zach Martin, but you're right, Mickey. Uh, you know, Vic and Ventura is not going to be too happy with that. <laughs> no, he's going to be calling us. By yeah, the way, he's probably it, it, calling it, Zach Martin right now. <laughs> what the yeah. heck are you talking about? Yeah, Vic can give us a call. By the way, yeah, we love when Vic, Vic calls in. Two two nine. We're not exotic enough, and maybe you're trying to do too many things, and and, and you're not doing. And you know, same thing with the receivers. Yeah. Just what you said. Oh, let's get them all involved, and right. you're getting nobody involved. Yeah, yeah. But what I brought up yesterday, though, is like. Do they know yet? Do they know have enough guys separated beyond the two that we've talked about? We know Beasley. We know we want to get Tavon Austin more involved if we're if if, if we're in charge. But beyond that, like I think you brought it up yesterday, is there a lot of separation between the rest of the group? Well, to say it, okay, there, there there isn't. But maybe you create separation by. I mean, I don't. I don't. I I didn't bring my game stats. Did anybody have more than five targets? Swaying. Oh, you're talking about wide receivers? uh, Wide receivers. Who had the most targets of the wide receivers? Was it Thompson? Beasley Beasley. led the team with eight targets, seven catches. Okay, and and how many catches? Seven. Seven. That happened Um, after after, – no, hang on. After that. I'm looking at the wrong game book. Oh, that was (laughs) – Darn, you had me all excited, you know? I got – I'm I'm like Mickey right now. I got way too many papers going on. I I don't have my game book. And I didn't bring enough. Yeah. Well, just just off the top of my head, I don't think anybody – like Michael Gallup. Yeah, what, one make, of four, I think, is three what he or four. Yeah, he had one okay, of four. Okay, so you I make that one, one mistake yeah. and yeah. it's glaring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you get eight, maybe mm-hmm. okay, you you dismiss the one mistake. But right. When you're only getting four, you don't have an opportunity. Same thing with uh, Blake Jarwin. Yeah. You know that was one target, right? Right. It turned into a hot potato interception. Right. You know, so that's what everybody remembers. But if you don't get enough opportunities, you know the. Who was the guy that said he was – was it T.O. that he was a volume receiver? Yes, yeah. You had to throw him a lot of passes to catch a lot. Gosh. Catch a lot. That's that's nothing wrong with that. Volume opportunities. Okay, I got it. Beasley led all receivers on the Cowboys with five targets. Five. Three catches. Yeah. There's my point. Swaim had the most – no, I'm sorry. Zeke had the most. Eight, three catches. Swaim, seven targets. A lot of short stuff in that game, obviously, and some of that's the way Seattle plays. They play like Dallas. They try yeah. to they try to shrink the field, funnel everything inside. Absolutely, yeah. Not, but you got to take advantage of deep shots when they're there. I mean, um, Zeke had eight Seattle targets. Yeah, yes, I know. And you hate, and you hate the target yards. rule. I mean, were they throwaways? I mean, I remember uh, him 11, dropping one, three yeah. catches for eleven yards. Caught the one, one out that of he stepped out of bounds. He's got two out of bounds. A, that doesn't count as a target. Yeah, he caught two out of bounds. If you want to count that, you know. That he would was have been standing out of bounds on one time and they threw him the ball on the sideline. That's right. And that so, should have been an explosive play, the touchdown that got nullified. Yeah. That well, should have been one, but that's not a, a deep shot. That's have a, a sense of where you are. Yeah, for sure. See, when I first looked at that I and I saw the play, he, I, he ran right past the 
Is it the line judge? Yeah. Whoever the dude is on those line of scrimmage, right? The dude. And I said, well, no wonder he got called for it. He probably stepped on the guy's toes. Yeah. But it was 10 more yards downfield where he ran out of bounds yeah. before he caught the ball. So it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? I don't it's just know. weird. Is it, is it really? Is it the big plays? Is that is that what's hurting us? The explosive plays? I think you just not, need not enough of. I mean, yeah, I, I, think I know need, I'm asking a question I already know the answer to. You need some here and there. You know, you, you don't have to throw nine routes all day long, but you got to be able to do what Seattle did. I mean, the Cowboys are trying to shrink the field too, but all of a sudden there's a bust and Russell Wilson hits a 52 yard touchdown. I mean, that's that's something you need every now and then, don't you think? No, no, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I I can't remember the last time we've seen a receiver catch a ball on the move, other than and, Beasley, and, and and really go. You know that that you know that, that we've seen you know the slant routes and stuff. It seems like they catch the ball for nine and it's that's it. Right. There's no there's no extension. You know, and, and say what you want about Des Bryant, that was a violent runner when he caught a slant. Mm-hmm. You don't get that extra 7, 8, 10, 15 yards that a lot of teams get when they throw slants. Guy who can break a tackle Guy and keep break, going. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, a, that's been a big problem for them. But I also, you go back, you know, there's so many things. But Mickey's right about the protection. He's been saying that from the word go. You know, this offensive line has struggled with that. And, and when, when, he, when they struggle – it seems the quarterback struggles. It seems the receivers struggle. They can't get everybody playing together. They cannot get everything to work right all together. The finish has been just horrendous. You, know, you said that Monday morning, yeah. and it was interesting that Jason Garrett, I, I thought he echoed what you said in you know a different yeah. way. I mean, he said, look, there's not one thing wrong with this offense right now. I mean, you, you go back and watch it, and there's something different. Every snap, there's something where you go, God. What? Oh, you know, Mickey's right. The he, the guy goes out of bounds. The the receiver drops a a, a ball that's well thrown. Mm-hmm. You know, it ends up being an interception. You just can't. This team just can't survive any of that stuff. And when you and when when those things happen, it it leads to the fact that they're converting third downs at twenty three point five percent. Yeah, that is just like awful. Second worst in the league behind that, only Arizona. It's awful. Yeah. And, and and how, you can't you can't win that way. No, especially and, when it's manageable. And, and they've had and, some manageable. Now the one game, I, I, okay, Carolina, you, I, we're behind the chains, right. right? To me, that's they a, weren't that much behind the chains. Not, not in this last no, game. not at all. No, I think they had maybe six play, third downs where it was third and five or shorter. Yeah, and I think they only got two or three converted. Might have been and the so, only three they did convert. They caught a huge break on third and six with the 12 men on the field penalty to make it third and one. And this team converts third and one in their sleep. Just hand it to Zeke. But what happens? They don't block the Mike linebacker. Hmm? That, that, they just can't have that. It's just it's 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 one of those things where it's so frustrating. I'm sure that, you know, that Joe and Flower Mount is also disappointed watching the game and going, you know, gosh, they just don't do any, you know, they just don't. Because we we're the same way. You watch it, and we go back and watch it again, and we're like, "Oh man, I didn't notice that. I didn't know, you know." And then you kind of just you're, you're, and you're thinking, "Okay, now I understand why they're twenty three percent on third down." Because mm-hmm. they just don't they just don't do enough to 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 even give themselves a chance to convert. And see, and then the other thing is is everybody makes a mistake. All teams make mistakes. They they have plays, but you have to be good enough to overcome your mistakes. And they're not there yet. No, I don't know if they get there. Yeah. You know, sometimes on defense, they're over. It's they can overcome their mistakes, 
except when you don't cover a guy on a 52-yard touchdown right. pass. You know, that's kind of hard to overcome. Absolutely. Hey, like, guys, by the way, too, if we go back to the Lions real quick, yeah. I think it's going to be tough to sack Stafford this week. I really do. Why is that? He gets the ball out of his hands so quick. I mean, it's something I was watching. Mickey just made me think of that with with the way they play their receivers, you know, with the bunch formations and stuff, and they scatter, and the, and the ball, I mean, it's coming out of there in a hurry. They're, it, the only way that I think the Cowboys sack this sack him is if, in fact, that there's a mistake on the outside or they get him, they get him to hold the football. I just don't. I just don't. I wouldn't go into this game thinking, okay, pass rush, pass rush, pass rush, because Stafford's not going to let you rush rush him that well, and they're not going to let you come after him that well. So be careful. This might be one of those games where the secondary is really going to have to hold up, you know, for them to to get any type of pressure. Are are you going to have to force a jailbreak? Like yeah, yeah. If you blitz. I mean, it's got to, it yeah. can't be a blitz coming from five yards right. back. It's got to be linebacker up the middle yeah. that, that no one blocks. Yeah, there, or, there's your – there's your there, there's come your, off the slot. There's your Jalen Smith. You know, For sure. There's your Jalen Smith. And, you know, they're going to have to get Van Der Esch used to coming that way, but they'll get him there. They'll get him there. Probably a steady diet of LVE since Sean Lee likely not to play in this game. Not sure exactly how long he's going to be out, but I would think that this week is very doubtful. History will tell you three. Yeah, I mean, especially when you've – re-injured something now yeah. apparently this is the other hamstring yeah. uh the one that bothered him last year and and had him sideline multiple games not the one that he had a little tightness in a week ago but it's just it's a recurring deal and we know how it is with soft tissue stuff so linebackers got to step up in this game they got they got the guys to step up though yeah they've got the they've got the bodies they've got talented enough bodies it's just not okay we're going to throw numbers at them they can throw numbers at them with quality there so that's one of those positions you actually feel pretty. If you lost a tight end, you'd be going, "Well, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna step up here?" You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's well. That's, they've got positions that they've got some positions where the quality of the position is not as good as, you know. And let me tell you, can I say one more thing real quick, Mickey? I'm sorry. Uh, poor Jeff Swain in this regard, he is getting so beat up having to run block. You know, if you're asking him to make plays down the field, I think it's going to be difficult for him. Because he is in a train wreck every single time he has to block. I mean, he does. He's not big enough, he's not strong enough, but he will fight to the bitter end. Yeah, he will. He's just he gets beat up a lot, and I think that affects his ability to get down the field and make plays. And if that's the case, then Blake Charwin and those guys need to step up and help as well. If we have to take a break, we do. I was going to talk about the ramifications of uh, Lee not being in the game. Okay, let's do that. We've got one caller waiting to on the other side. Let's grab that when we come back, and then we'll get to Mickey's comments on the other side on Talking Cowboys next. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... 
Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Here in Cowboys country, we always ride with our boys. But when it comes to your underwear, you definitely don't want them riding up on your boys. That's why we always wear Tommy John, the revolutionary brand of underwear with stay put waistbands that keep you everything, keep you, keep everything in place. Yes. Tommy John, no adjustments needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Kind of swerving on the road there, Mick. Well, you'll do better next time. There was a lot of swerving on the road this morning. (laughs) All right. Let's get back on the road. Anthony in Miami, you're up first on Talking Cowboys. Help us out. What's on your mind? Hey, how y'all guys doing? We're great. Good, thanks. Hey, I'd like to say something. I have two comments, but can I make this opening statement? Besides Cowboy Media and our fans, the hate for the Cowboys, the dislike, disdain, and the relishing in when we're doing bad is real out there. Just wanted to put that out there. Oh, it, it is real. No question. Commentators, to, oh, my God, it's just real. But anyway, my worry is um, I've always been a DAC apologist. I think I talked to Mick one time um, a couple of weeks ago on um, – um, uh, hanging with the boys or something. He kind of agreed with me on some things. So I'm not going to get off that. But I have two worries. The health of Sean Lee and yes. Tyron Smith, as yeah. it appears to me they're declining a little bit, like moving forward. And the fact of signing our own free agents, not the Earl Thomas thing. I'm talking about guys like Demarcus Lawrence, maybe a Byron Jones who, after that fifth-year thing, I don't know, maybe you can help me out, Broadus, with that. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to sign him now, actually, or whatever. Can we lose those guys? Do you think because, you know, of our losing or something like that because of that attitude or whatever, they might not be willing to sign with the Cowboys? I'll go ahead and listen to you guys on that. Thanks for the call. I don't quite understand the question. No, he what? he's asking. He, he's he, saying he, he'd like to sign Lawrence and, and Byron Jones if he could. He would like them. He'd like away. to. You like to. He's worried that the fact that the Cowboys are not playing well enough and there might be some change, you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. And we, we got, again, we got to play the season out and see what happens. But he's worried about, you know, do you try and get these guys done now, or do they just say, you know, we're going to wait and see what happens with the team at the end of the year. See, I think that's why you don't go crazy signing toys 
that maybe aren't as important as keeping your own guys like Demarcus Lawrence. And if Byron Jones continues to play the way he has, yeah, you want him back. Sure. Sure, you want him back. Yeah. Now, what's the market value? And, you know, same thing that happened with Hitchens. You let him go out and test it, and you found out, oh, somebody valued him like financially nine million a, hell a, year. a lot more than, yeah. than we did. You know, yeah. give him a five-year, $45 million deal with $14 million guaranteed, and you're sitting there going, well, I can't do that because I've got all these other things i got to take care of. So, yeah, I think that's why you don't go crazy and say, well, i got salary cap money now. I can spend it. Well, do you have it next year and the year after that? That's what you have to look down the road at. Can I ask a question? I'll try and give an answer, too, with this question. Do you think this? Do you think this? the spending of the offensive line was premature? Did, 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 is that something that's going to hamstring them, Mickey, for coming contracts? I mean, if for Lawrence or for a Jones, I mean, I, I understand trying to do Smith. I understand trying to do Martin, Frederick, you know, but you got three guys. Was, was, should the thought have been one guy? Should the guy have been two guys? It's a lot tied up in one position, but they, you know, they originally did it because they had Tony Romo. And they, they wanted I mean, he to extend his Smith. career. Yeah, he mentioned Smith. He signed that one years ago, didn't he? Yeah. It was like a 10-year deal. And that, yeah. was a long, deal. that was a long, long-term deal. Yeah. M- Martin's the only one. I mean, you weren't going to let him go, right? No. Whatever no. it took. No, no. Uh, I thought Fredericks was a reasonable one. Right. And when, when they signed Smith, it was like it was such a long deal. It was so spread out that I don't know that hamstrung you. And they, when they really did Lael Collins, yeah. he didn't get a heck of a lot. Sure. And it is a lot of money in one area of your, your team. Your second round pick doesn't get a heck of a lot. Right. So, see, I'm just, I'm just wondering about, and again, I, I, they'll, hey, they'll I, have money to do what they need to do next year. Okay. If that's the case, then do, do you feel like, and do you feel like that, do you feel like that? And I agree with you, by the way, everything you said, I agree. Uh, do you do you feel like though that uh, with the they'll be able to? Well, I'm trying to think about this. Does it make more sense to go for one or the other? That's what I'm saying. I mean, do you go for the pass rusher or do you go for the guy that can cover? If you had to do one, and you, you say maybe Mickey, you're right. I, I'm not going to dispute what you're saying, but if you think you have enough money to do both, I know that's always a an option. This crew figures out ways to do, but if you if you had to do one, which way would you go? I, I think I would lean towards the pass rusher myself. Absolutely, but the pass rusher is going to cost you north of probably seventeen million. Am I right about that, Mickey? Probably. And the you, and the corner is going to cost you somewhere probably between eight and ten. You have to, Could be. yeah. And and again, which one's you the don't want to take find? the chance. The pass rusher, because yeah. you don't have anybody to take a spot. So now, you thought maybe that Randy Gregg, but you can't. You can't you hope. You can't, can't do, do that. that. You can't do that. Which, by the way, we got a little more. I don't know if it was accidental clarity mm-hmm. on his penalty. Evidently, they were talking to him the old the whole game. Oh, okay, making fun of him. They drew him off sides, and they, he finally he said enough. He finally busted. Yeah, he said enough. I think Crawford mentioned it. That yeah. they were in his ear. The yeah. whole game. He yeah. said it wasn't just one thing. Yeah. He said they were really going after uh, him. But about his off the field stuff yeah. and so I, I, my yeah. assumption. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. He'd had enough. 
still, man, gosh, just hold yourself together there. Yeah, there, it's not yeah. worth it, you know. But, 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 but you hey, know, and you know, I told, I told, I, I guess I could say this, right? I, I was telling Rob yesterday when we were in high school. Yeah. You know, our football team, our enrollment in our high school was twenty five percent African American. Sure. And we played in my sophomore year some all white teams. Oh yeah. And the head coach oh, it's before tough. the game, it's tough. Would point out. Yeah. They're going to use words that you don't want to yeah. hear, but you better control yourself. Yeah, that's you just right. play harder. Don't react. No, that's fair. And that was that was the message be- before those games. And, you know, I know what ha- you know oh, what happens yeah. on a football field. Trust me. Right? In all Trust the sports. Me. It, I mean, it's, you it know. It happens in the NFL. And you know, and it's, it's one of those. It's it's and there's no there's no yeah. boundaries, right? No boundaries. Everything there. everything's game. It's yeah. extremely competitive, and whatever it takes to get an edge. Sometimes yeah. there's lines crossed, and you that's know? yeah, that's a huge fifteen yards. But again, on the on my finishing my point. Yeah, sorry. better off. But no, no, you're okay. Better off finding, better easily to find, Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown, someone like that, as opposed to finding another. Do you feel? Do you feel okay? Just talk about backups real quick. Yeah. You feel better about Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis as potential starters for Byron Jones, or do you feel better about Taco Charlton being that your starter at left defensive end? I see, hate, that's, that's I what hate you, to avoid it. I have to see more. I, yeah. I, I like what Taco's done he's, so far, yeah, yeah. but he has not shown that he's Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I although they're both marquee positions, I, I think the pass rusher in this game is more – in this day and age, is more valuable. I, I don't disagree with what you guys uh, are saying at I all. I gotta have the war daddy. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's and gonna cost tra- me north of. I know it's gonna cost me north of seventeen. I, I just know that. And you could franchise him again, but I don't think anybody would be I, happy doing that. So I think that I think things would be a lot worse for him. I think he accepted this one. Right. I don't think you, you might have a situation that happened with it's going on in Pittsburgh right now. He wants he wants long term security. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. Well, he's got to have you know, now. And if you franchise him, it's not what the franchise tag is. He's got to have what is it? Ten percent. It's a. It's, I thought it was. A, it's an incredible 20%, number. Twenty percent, maybe yeah, twenty yeah, percent yeah. more yeah. than what he made exactly. this year. Exactly. So you're looking at north of seventeen again. So for, you're looking at in, yeah. in the twenties. In the twenties, yeah. To me, I man, I, that I I think you have to. If you you gave me a choice, you said between him and Byron Jones, I'm signing the defensive end. And I love what Byron Jones has done through three weeks. I think he's the one guy that has bought in completely to what is going on in that secondary. You know, yeah, he's a different technique that yeah, Chris Richard's asking yeah, him to play, yeah. and I think it goes with his game so far. Yeah. Now, we're going to find out. Oh, this weekend. This you'll is find the it. best quarterback they've played. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But Rod Marinelli said something interesting last week. He said, you know, asked about would you ever consider moving him back to safety, and he said he's an A player where he is right yeah, now. Right. You move him again, that probably dips a little bit. Yeah. Like that's, they feel like this is his spot. And especially in this style that Richard is is bringing here, yeah, I think that's I think that's clear that he he like I said he's the one guy that really has bought into, hey this is you know I need to play this way I'm going to play the technique and you know he he's he it's it's shown that he's how much he really does care. Good question by the way by the guy from was it Miami? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Anthony, good, good Anthony, good call, good call. Keep keep those calls coming. Eight 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 five five two two nine seven. Back to the defense, Mick. You had a Sean Lee. Oh, yeah. Discussion coming. So I, I think they're much more prepared 
from a <laughs> physical standpoint to play without yeah. Sean Lee? Because yeah. we know what happened last year. Absolutely. I think it was 0-6 in the games that he either didn't play or didn't finish. Um, my concern is somebody, Jalen Smith, has to step up and take over the leadership role. Right. Somebody has to help make the adjustments, help get everybody lined up. And I, I don't know that you can put a value on how much Sean Lee does that. So I wrote about that it, yesterday. The communication aspect alone right. is so valuable. Part of it is the play, but a lot of it is just him being out there letting everybody know, uh, here's what's going to happen before it happens. The and, instinctual and, player. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think LVE's he, he can play, yeah. but I don't think he's ready to take that on. No. So now Jalen Smith has to step up and be that guy. He's had he's had really three years in the system now. Right. He hasn't played for but three years. But does he diagnose things as well as Sean Lee? That's what you lose, yeah. I think, when he's not in there. That's what yeah. worries me. You, lo- you lose that third and three, and they run the waggle, and everybody's flying out of there, and Sean Lee just – on his own just goes flying through the B gap and makes a tackle <laughs> yeah. for a loss of four, you know, like it happened in the, uh, the, the, I remember this in the uh, Philadelphia game one year where they, they try and run, they were trying to run a play where uh, uh, Carson Wentz, the, he runs the waggle, the boot and he gets the outside they, or a flip or something where all of a sudden the play's going sideways. Sean Lee makes a tackle and it knocks him out of field goal range. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of, that's what you're probably going to miss right there. There's, I always ask for, you know, I was trying to get Mickey to trade for for that guy in Seattle. I was trying to get him to trade for him and and but because I wanted somebody to help when this all broke down. I wonder if Chris Richard is the guy to hold this team together, to hold this defense together. And the only reason I thought about it was because I remember the sideline rant he had in the preseason where he had everybody around him in the second half of the game the the the, the backups weren't doing very well and he just went off. I mean, he went yeah. off on everybody on that bench. Fans and, love that and, one. And Ken's doing a great job. This is producing on the fly right here. I'm, I'm sorry if you're not watching this today, but this is what I'm talking about. Is that the is that my is that my guy holding this thing together for Sean Lee from an account accountability from, a, from an accountability standpoint? I I you know I asked you guys the other day who's the most important you know with Sean Lee being out who's the one guy that's going to make everybody accountable for the for the how they play defense. And I wonder if that guy that we just saw on the screen, again, I'm sorry, it was Chris Richard just losing his mind on the sidelines. But is that the guy that, you know, okay, you, you as Mickey said, yeah, you need, you need those linebackers to play well, but you also need somebody else to kind of make sure that everybody's playing well. Is that am I am I stretching no, it? No, am I stretching that. it there or am I and there's only really two guys that I think have enough cred on the defense to do that. Crawford, maybe? Crawford. Demarcus Lawrence and Demarcus Lawrence can be a little more sure. outspoken than sure. you know, uh, but again, it has to be somebody that's on the field playing every play, yeah. not yeah. a rotation. You know, and they take Demarcus out and then bring him in, and same thing with Crawford. Right? Uh, you know, well, I think you're right. I think you both are right. I just don't know if Jalen Smith has got feels that person- comfortable doing that. Maybe this would be a great question for him. You know, asking, hey, mm-hmm. listen, I mean, you, you know, the leadership role and so. Sometimes I get, 
What's the identity of the team? You know that question. Because the, the guys, that, think about it. The guys yeah. in the secondary are all kind of still trying to make their way. See, that's why like Earl Thomas to me makes sense right. for that for that perspective. But maybe it's not Earl Thomas. Maybe it's Earl Thomas's former coach. Mm-hmm. That's the one that every time they come off the field, that he's in somebody's face about. Okay, yeah. this is what we got to do. This you got to you got to hold this together. You got to you know, because Sean Lee was kind of that guy. But to your guys' point. The person, the the players on the field are the ones ultimately that are going to be the ones to, you know, make the plays and be accountable for what happens. Neither the neither none of the safeties, you know, I don't think they have the personality. Neither to, one of to them. yell and scream. The corners aren't going to do it. Right. Uh, they got enough problems on their own on the outside. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it has to be one of the linebackers and. You know, or the defensive tackle, or the tackle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he has to be the guy, but but somebody's, and it's not yelling and screaming. It's right. just making sure everybody knows what they're doing, diagnosing right. things. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I'm with Brian because Mickey talks about this. Like, there's a playbook of reporter questions to ask. Oh, sure. Leadership's one of yeah. them, and accountability. But TV, s- TV loves the. <laughs> what's the identity of the team, coach? Right, right, you know, right, and you're right. like, God. Dang, what it, we're scrambling but, to save our butts yeah, from yeah, being bitten off. Yeah, and, but yeah. how many times have we seen it though with Sean Lee if he's been out? The, the impact, defense falls apart. It's a valid question. In this so was he, no, on, no. was he on the field when the when the protection broke down on the one touchdown pass? The he, second one. I don't think he got hurt yet. That I was thought he quarter, had come right? out. He, in he the was second. All, he was when they went on the long drive. He missed mm-hmm. some yeah, of the, he missed the long drive they had in the, the second half. The but ten, I think he was play. out already in the second quarter. They yeah. they had taken okay. him out. Yeah. I think I would have see to look when I saw his up. helmet not in his hand. I, the first thing I thought of was concussion. Because he'll wear his helmet on the field yeah, when he's I thought, hurt or not playing. If, they, if they've taken his helmet, I'm thinking concussion. And then you reported, Rob, right from the press box that that he had the hamstring problem. And I'm like going, okay, this is concussion. You could kind of, and I'm not trying to play with somebody's brain, mm-hmm. but concussion, you could kind of say protocol one day, two days, three days. Oh, okay. He's okay. Ready to go. But these hamstring with Sean Lee is just, we, we know it's, it's going to be something that's going to cost him. Some it's going to be at least, I bet two games. We're yeah. going, and, yeah. And I, and I was told that, you know, we're going to have to be more conservative this time. Yeah. It, that's it's always like, the way when it happens again. And you, you can't know? listen to him to force himself back on the field. Can they be any more conservative with him? And that's the thing. And that's the shame. Well, other than just saying, Hey, Sean, well, show they might the have game. rushed, but uh, they might've rushed him back this time. I don't know if they rushed him or he rushed himself back with the opposite. Because one? it's hard to test a hamstring, isn't right. it? You got to kind of oh, listen no, to I the understand. guy. No, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he, here's a guy who brings his own bed on the road, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically yeah. he does everything he can to get ready. They, yeah. they kind of bubble wrapped him in preseason. It's just, it's unfortunately something he's, he, his body deals with now yeah. as he's moved on through his career. And it's both hamstrings, unfortunately, that he's had to deal yeah, with. Yeah, it's not so, just one. And it's not something you go in and surgically fix. Yeah. Unless it's torn Unless off the bone. Unless it's torn. Right. Off the bone. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's to that no, extent. No, I don't. But that's the reason why they spent a first-round draft pick on a linebacker. Absolutely. And that's what they're going to have to do contingency-wise this week. See, and I and – I, you know, if you follow along in the draft show, we talked a lot about DJ Moore. We talked a lot about Calvin Ridley. We talked about all those guys. Yeah, those would have been great picks. But they, in my opinion, did the right thing, knowing the situation with Sean Lee. Like Mickey said, they were 0-6 in games that he didn't didn't finish or was not a part of. You have to. You can't let your defense fall apart like that. And they did the right thing. And I think this guy can play. Yeah. And I think the more he plays, the better he plays. I think we've seen that. 
And I'll be interested to see because 33 snaps, that was the most he's played so far in the first three games, how much that helps him going into this game. Right. Because we see his ability, his lateral movement. Um, and maybe, finish. Yeah. And maybe what Brian was saying about how they like to get the ball out quick and, yeah. you know, okay, well, you need somebody to close on that stuff. Quickly. And he seems to do that. Quickly. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what if he takes the next step. All right, let's take our final break. 888-855-2297 if you want to join the show. And we'll be back in a moment on Talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate lens package and get a second pair of frames find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting essilorusa.com that's essilorusa.com terms and conditions apply back to talking cowboys oh mickey here we go what do you got i'm gonna give us a little help you don't need it in your vest because you look great but i need a lot of help we're gonna use this jack black stuff you want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's scare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black playmaker. We need some playmakers. Jack Black, maybe they can help him with some offensive playmakers. <laughs> Four JB favors. Those are Jack Black faves. Plus a full-size lip balm for just 10 bucks with free shipping. At getjackblack.com. Use your code COWBOYS to save you on your Jack Black product. What do you say about it, Brian? If you got old man face, you got, got bad yeah, face. You got old man face, that Jack Black will help you a lot. I or, think I or, used four of the products this morning. Oh, yeah? Name yeah. them. What do you got? Shampoo. You used the four faves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, four yeah faves. the four faves. faves. Yeah. Mickey's a playmaker. Yeah. What do you use? Shampoo. Shampoo. Soap. There was, uh, I ran out of that. I, yeah. There was a facial scrub. Uh, that that works. Uh, beard lube, beard lube, mm-hmm. and then a moisturizer afterwards. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I use and the they, three in one every day. Every they, day. They've got like a lot of product though, a lot of different product. At the point where you're going, yeah, I'd like to try that. And you do, and it's kind of oh, and then and then they have something else. So the next thing you know, you have to have in your your cabinet a whole 
Jack Black section, just of stuff. <laughs> I got my spread out all over the place. Yeah. You're not Bill Jones. Don't be that bad. Yeah. Don't be. It's Bill on Jones. the counter, though. Tidy up a little bit. Yeah, Nick. don't be Bill Jones. I'll have to do that tonight. Yeah. Quickly, uh, one roster move yesterday, or a couple, actually. The Cowboys placed Dayton Jones, defensive tackle, on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. He was coming off a knee injury in the game. Hamstring in the game. Previously, yeah. ham- had a hamstring yeah. in the game, had a knee injury early in the season. Uh, Karan Reed is back. They liked him. Yeah. Had a nice preseason finale showing. A couple of games he played pretty well for them, just getting him off the street. So yeah. no one picked him up. No. He's a five-year guy. So I'm surprised nobody gave him a shot. Hmm. But, boy, he was super active. Now, I mean, they got to figure out what they're going to do because I don't – I wonder if he's going to play the one because that's what they use with Dayton Jones. Now, because remember next week – Yes. Uh-huh. You know, and they have to make a roster move. Yeah, they to have to make a roster get him eligible to play. But for this week, at least, you know, Malik Collins' status, we're not sure if he can get back this week. And he was on the field working with the associate athletic trainer Britt Brown yesterday, hopefully to uh, trying to get closer. He, he, he traditionally doesn't miss games, but he missed one last week. Yeah, you know, he usually plays through. I think that was his first one. That's I his mean, first one. Yeah, you talk about an MCL; those can be kind of hamstring type Tricky. things, multi week deals. Well, it's usually two to four. Right. Yeah. Right. So we'll see on his status as well. Jason Garrett's coming up in uh, about 15 minutes on, live on DallasCowboys.com after our show. For guys like us, it's three butts. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Boots and, yeah, all that kind of stuff, right? Crutches. All right, let's go back to the phone lines and visit with our good friend, Coach John in Lufkin. It's been a long time since you joined us, Coach. Welcome back. Yeah, it's been a long time since I can get on. <laughs> oh, we need more lines. That, huh? means, that kind of means business is good for us, but it's still good to hear from you. Yeah, thank you. I wanted to say I'm not as worried about the offense as a lot of people seem to be. Uh, they need to get this turned around pretty soon, but the problem is not talent. You can't fix talent. The problem is execution and mental mistakes, and sure. that can be fixed. Now, they're going to have to fix it in a hurry, but that's what I wanted to say. Okay. Okay, appreciate the call, Coach. Oh, darn, he hung up. I was going to ask him about the offensive line. Uh, but, he, but he's he, got a he good point. It, I mean, just think of the plays we talked about today. Oh, sure. Had they been right? Yeah. You know, have they not made mistakes? Yeah. Somebody picks up Bobby Wagner. Third Don't one. step out of bounds. First Don't down. drop a ball. Yeah. Those things just change everything so dramatically. You know, and even – I mean, this didn't affect the offense uh, directly, but – if if you don't get the BS roughing the passer call on the first series, they're punting from the end zone. Yeah, and you're going to get the ball at the 50 yard line instead of them punting at the 49 and getting the ball at the what five yeah. ten. It, it it just changed one play like that just changes so much. I use the example of Byron Jones on the you know and that hold the hold that mm-hmm. was a 33 yard was penalty. it a good hold? Please no. tell me he held him. He got knocked down. He got really run over is what happened. So, you know, it's on the opposite side of the field. No need to do that. And you're right, Mickey. I mean, just fair catch these things. But if you got Tavon Austin back there, why not give it a go? I understand. That was 33 yards of field position right there. No doubt. And that's it. think about this team just trying to get 33 yards on a drive, mm-hmm. you know? That's I mean, three that, first downs. Yeah, exactly. That's three first downs. At the rate they're going. Yeah. Ten, ten so in anything, you know, in, you know, I think Coach is right. I. You know, we, we, we pass a lot of blame, a lot of judgment. I'm guilty of that. I really am. And you but start I, talking but, about but, play calling but and I all also, that stuff. But I also know that the execution, the finish has just been horrendous. 
horrendous for them yep. this year. You know, and, and there was some defense you saw when the defense didn't finish the other day. Give up a, they give up two bad plays. But other times, you know, that's, but in a game, that's sometimes that's all it takes. Yes. These games are so, those were really two evenly matched teams the other day. It's just that one team had, had better breaks in the way they, the way it worked out for them. Couple Whether, of, couple of picks off tip balls, tip and ball drops. picks. You're talking about uh, a guy going out of bounds. You talk about a drop, you know, you talk all these kinds of things, you know, busted coverage. You know, they busted the coverage of the guy wheeling out of the back for pro size for 19 yards in that play. And then the next play, what do they do? They hit you with a dagger down the middle, you know, with in a single high look. So they blitzed on that play. Yeah. Did they get caught or was somebody supposed to peel off? Because there were no linebackers no, in the it, area. And it was funny, Mickey, because when I wrote about it on Sunday night, I thought that maybe it was one of those fire zone bits where they blitz the inside linebackers through the A-gaps, and then they drop the end, which just means it was Lawrence. But when you go back and watch it, they were in that special front where they had Lawrence at tackle, and on the outside of it was him taco, wasn't was it? Taco. And so now you're thinking, and here they are, they're, they're Russian linebackers. They've got Taco playing the left defensive end. they got Lawrence playing inside at defensive tackle. And Procise is in a wing. And as soon as they, as soon as they, as, as uh, Russell Wilson saw the blitz inside, he knew exactly where he was going with the football. And everybody else was in man coverage. Line, there was no linebackers there. And it might have been one of those things where they, you know, give him credit for calling the they right just, play. They, it's like, gotcha. Yeah. And they that, dialed it up. They dialed it up and yep. it worked. They, that was their answer for the blitz. You know, get the ball out quick. They, you know, and nobody was there to, to, to make up for the, uh, and so I'm thinking, okay, did Taco not drop in the fire zone? You know, but we've seen him blitz everybody and just take a chance on getting on. That's that's a bad break right there because if you get home, maybe he doesn't get the ball out to that guy. Because Taco came free. Yeah, he did. As I well, remember, Taco was trying to run. Looked like Mickey a twist. Looked oh, like they were trying. Okay. He was going down he inside. inside. He came inside, but Lawrence didn't move. So now it made me think, oh Taco. <laughs> oh, Taco, you you, you, you you kind of busted a couple there. Yeah, because one. the linebackers couldn't get there and couldn't the safeties there. were too far away. Were, everybody was in man coverage on yeah. the back end. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's, you know, okay, you got me. Yep. You know, they need to dial up some gotchas on their own offense. Yeah, yeah and maybe dial up some some takeaways. You can't dial those up. Sometimes yeah. you got to be in the right spot like Earl Thomas was a couple times in the game. That's one reason why he is as great of a player as he is for yeah. Seattle. Sure. Uh, but they've had some chances in the first three games. Uh, no picks yet. I think a couple of fumble recoveries. Talking about, you know, like you said, 33 yards makes a big difference. A short field makes a big difference for this offense right now. Well, yeah, it is. We talked about the 33 yards and what happened. You give them five more back, your ball's on the nine-yard line, and then and then uh, you get to tight end jumps offside. So now you lose. Now, you're, now you've lost 37 yards <laughs> of field position, you know, because of the halfway the distance to the goal. But yep. Yeah, it's just it's it's unfortunate. The turnovers, I think the turnovers will come as long as they can keep the pressure up. You know, you just haven't. Eli Manning didn't. I was surprised he didn't throw you at least two. You know, he's always good for two interceptions a game. You know, this cat, I don't know. I mean, he he. Now the last time they played here, they they got after him pretty well. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a different team. They like I say, they have more balance. The, the receivers, I think, are the, the way they, they run them with the bunch formation stuff, make you have to chase. You know, if I don't know if the, you'll get turnovers from this guy, 
But if you do, man, it'll be a huge bonus. But he threw he threw several threw net jets. Threw four in that first game. And maybe he got them all out of his system. But, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and they that, were passes down the field, too. Yeah. 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 Some of them were like, huh? You did, well, you did what? Hopefully you continue the pressure. Because I think if you keep the pressure up, you keep the blitzing up, you'll get some interceptions. You will get some interceptions. What you got, Mick? I was going to look up what their turnover deal was. Who, the Cowboys? No, Detroit. Detroit? I mean, I know they had the four, but what happened in the other Oh, uh, it should be in this little stat right here. Turnover margin, Lions minus four, tied for 31st in the NFL right yeah. now. So Cowboys you, are minus two. Either they didn't get any or they haven't made any more they since have, they, the yeah. first four. I don't remember looking at any on tape that were any. Yeah. They had a – oh, other than the, the, the first game, they had the pick six. Yeah. That was the only, the only one I, I remember seeing. That was a that was a turnover that someone threw them, so we'll see. Could, could be come, an interesting game. It will. I mean, again, I think you look at this early, and I think it's probably evenly matched. Both both teams yeah. have strengths and weaknesses, and you know who plays the more efficient football game. We'll find out on Sunday. What's the line? I don't know. I don't worry about those. I things. don't either. But it just occurred to me. Well, we're, we can now bet, can't we? Not us. Not but, us. But, but this, <laughs> it, is, it is legal. Somewhere uh, you can. Other bet humans. On the game. Everybody uh, out there listening can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let us know and and keep hearing from us or you know calling us in this week. We've got a few more days. What two more days yeah. of talking Cowboys to break this thing down? Bill will be back tomorrow, and we'll have another good show. Let's go in there and see if he's working. Yeah, I'm sure he is. He's a busy he's a busy TV man. Kent, thanks for producing. We'll see you guys on Thursday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-